episode 46, Bomar Monks. You are listening to Star What the F***, the podcast where we talk about the Star Wars universe one useless fact at a time. I'm your host, Jason Tagmeyer, along with... Marty Cobb! And Alex Strang, unfortunately, couldn't be here because uh, they removed his brain, put it in a jar, and attached it to some kind of mechanical spider. He is now in the Hall of the Enlightened. And somehow it's religious. Yes. It's gotten really weird. (laughs) Alex has taken a very weird turn in life in the uh, past week. Yeah, exactly. So... If that means anything to you, um, we're talking about Bomar monks. Or the Bomar orders, if you want to talk about the whole the thing as a whole. But, really, right now, we know what we're going to talk about. Yeah, the spider <laughs> droid from uh, Return of the Jedi that you probably didn't see because it passes by in about half a second in the very far background. It might appear again in another closer shot, but I think it's really that shot is probably the best way to see it. Yeah. You see it as C-3PO and R2-D2 first enter uh, Jabba's palace, and it's got its sort of dark lighting as it leads to the outside. From um, It's a reverse shot of the, the door, and you see this weird, like, spider thing walk by. For something that is that far in the background, it is... I'm, I'm really surprised George Lucas, like, let down his, like... Everything needs to be in your face, like, uh, normal persona, and had something really cool just kind of cruise by in the background. We saw that with uh, Calfalinal Syndros was kind of in the foreground, but uh, things have changed in the past, you know, 30 years. Absolutely. Those kind of things used to be the subtle background things that we, you know, we hear stories about, uh, you know, that filled our expanded universe lives, and now everything's just right in your face. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think I learned about Bomar Monks probably from the toys. And we'll get to that at Toy Talk. Uh, but that's where I think I first heard it. Or maybe Tales from Jabba's Palace was yeah. one of those those books that I read. That, that um, uh, I know it probably from a toy. There's probably a toy that exists of it how, that, I've, that I've at least seen. However, I, I do know that I know most about them from um, Tales of Jabba's Palace, specifically... Um, uh, on a Day of Annoyances, the tale of uh, Bib Fortuna. Is that what it's called? I believe it's called that. The on tale a Day of, of Annoyances. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. If, if I'm wrong, then may uh, Lucas strike me down. Um, then, I guess, does he seem like the annoyed annoyed type? I think well, he comes, he, they make him the annoyed. Of the day, oh, of the day's annoyance. Okay. Says, that's interesting. It's basically, it's him saying, like, oh, that whole day was really annoying. <laughs> was it the day that they came? I guess so. The day that uh, Luke, Luke, uh, Luke, Luke came and, all, and yeah. caused, caused the ruckus? Though I think uh, it's probably several days, admittedly. That's true. Um, but anyway, yes, the Bomar monks. Yeah, you see so... For a brief second, and then they're gone. Let's define them. Yes. Uh, the Bomar Order, which consisted of the Bomar Unks, was a mysterious religious order that moved to the planet Tatooine around 700 BBY, or before Battle of Yavin. Uh, the Bomar believed that cutting themselves off from all physical sensation would further their studies and allow them to ponder the galaxy and achieve enlightenment. When a monk became enlightened, his brain was removed through special procedure and was placed in a nutrient-filled jar. Brains were held very high regard by the lower embodied monks, who saw their every need, though the brains rarely did anything other than think and wonder. When they did need to travel around the monastery on Tatooine, the brains were transferred into specially modified PT-16 perimeter droids. BT. 
Oh, I'm sorry. BT-16 yeah. perimeter droids. Yes. So what does all that mean? It means they stuck them in the spider droids' jars when they had to move them. Otherwise, they sat in a room of brains, I guess. So that's all crazy. Yep. <laughs> uh, to put it, help put it into more perspective, the Bomar monks are like, in real life, actual monks. People that are fully devoted to uh, this religion or this, this cause or belief that they lock themselves away from other things to fully focus, focus solely on it. However, the Bomar monks have a sci-fi twist in that uh, they believe that the physical sensation and the physical world is unimportant, and so that you should separate yourself and give it fully into the mind. Sort of similar, it's sort of similar to the um, Buddhist belief yeah. of like separation from self or, become, or becoming oneself. So when we see the action figure, which is like, well, I guess we'll get, that, we'll get to it later, and a lot of other things, when they refer to a Bomar monk, they're calling it, I mean, they're packaging the spider droid. Uh, and they're calling that the Bomar monk. And that's not. That's the droid. Yes. The monk, I guess, is the brain. So it's technically still the monk? Yeah, it's still technically the monk. It's a Bomar monk droid. It's a modified BT-16 perimeter droid. So if they uh, carry the brain, and that's yeah. their goal, their, their primary function is to carry the brain. Mm-hmm. Not to, like, live on with the brain. It's just to carry it from place to place. What the hell, excuse my language, is going on in Jabba's Palace? Is what Uh, I want to know. You see here, Jabba's Palace is one of many weird things that don't seem to make a lot of sense. (laughs) You see, Jabba's Palace was not built by Jabba himself, but was indeed built 700 battle... Uh, 700 years before the Battle of Yavin. Which I've heard earlier today. Yes. (laughs) Uh... To sort of be a monastery. Okay. Um, and uh, that's basically it. But a long time ago, before somewhere around then, uh, this pirate by the name of Akar, I think. Okay. Uh, if I have that correctly. Uh, took over the palace, or well, tried to take over the palace and became, um, like... They made it their base of operations. Okay. Like they, the the monks welcomed them into their population, into their into their place, and it sort of became that way. And so eventually, uh, Jabba the Hutt took it over from them, and uh, you know. So is this like a monk's brain that was traveling from place to place, and just in its travels was stopped by the building of this Jabba's palace, and it just never made it to where it was going, and it's just wandering around Jabba's palace. No, no, no. The monks live in Jabba's palace. Oh, interesting. I mean, we haven't seen any. No. Yeah. They have their own little section, I guess. Gotcha. So basically, the how they their Jabba their palace was taken their uh, yeah it was taken over, but they're take, still there. They're still there. They're still hanging around. They, I guess, you have to kind of keep them there if Jabba wants to keep them because they can and they likely could have taken out his brain. And put it in a jar, which would have been an interesting uh, what-if tale. Do they have a jar that small? No, burn. (laughs) (laughs) Shots fired at Jabba the Hutt. That means a bounty hunter's out near. He's been choked to death. He'll never, he He, won't know. He won't ever live that down. (laughs) Eh, All the Star Wars guys are dead. That's true. It was a long time ago. (laughs) Galaxy far, far away. I wonder what's happening there now. So, uh, I don't know. We should, we should go there. ISIS, I heard, took over. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Things got dark. All right. Um, um, so, uh, there's a lot to talk about these Bomar monks where, you know, the history of them. Um, there's even more to talk about the spider droids. 
there's nothing else to talk about about that scene in Return of the Jedi because it is two seconds and it's over. Yes. Um, so where do you want to start? Well, I say we start with uh, where the Wikipedia starts and we talk about the practices and beliefs. Okay. That's a good place to go. What are these guys, what is their deal? Well, they were... Like, t- achieve enlightenment. Like... Yep. Well, they had a thing about contemplating the universe. Okay. People, they, they believed that the only way to understand and to gain enlightenment in life and feel, I guess, fulfilled in some way is to be able to fully contemplate and understand the universe within your mind. So, to do that, you had to slowly become bodiless. And it started off basically in a series of trials. Bomars, the monks themselves, wore, cared little for personal comforts and wore the simplest of garbs, garments, meaning that they wore very light robes and really, really silly hats. Yeah, that hat is not simple in the least. No, that's the most, like, insane hat. I can't Actually, even compare that to anything. Yes, if you look it's on... It's like something from Alice in Wonderland, maybe? Yeah, yeah it, it's really weird. If you look on the Bomar order page on Wikipedia, on Wikipedia uh, you can see the image of what I guess is a pretty typical uh, Bomar monk thing. Still with his brain. Still with his brain. He's not in a... He's not in the spider droid. I'm surprised that it's not the spider droid. That feels like that's the thing most people know about them. I agree. Um, And he's wearing you know in episode one when the Nemoidian is wearing those weird like goggles and they're kind of like sunk into his eyes. They look like those. Yeah, it almost, and he's walking with like a like stick. So I thought he was blind at first. He could be actually (laughs) if uh, with with the canon of the Bomar monks. Um, you see, as the, the Bomar monks go through several stages into becoming a full-fledged brain in a jar, um, and after each stage would be given a test to check his knowledge of the subject, uh, there were many types of tests. Some were designed to gauge a monk's understanding of logic, others to test one's knowledge of sacred monk Bomar texts, and others still determine a monk's ability to cut himself from the physical world by putting him through physical pa- painful tasks and operating and observing how much he felt. So they could have, like, gouged his eyes out. Yes. He could have no eyes. Or he could have slowly, over time, achieved a point where he no longer needed his eyes. Like, uh, basically, slowly you cut off all of your senses. Not necessarily literally, but you slowly stop observing or using them. Uh, How do you stop using, I guess, eyes are not passive, but a nose kind of is. Yeah. You know, like you can't help but smell something. I guess if you, you if you trained yourself. Yeah, yeah. I think like why well, the idea is that it's you're not gonna let it phase you more than like yeah. you're actually literally cutting yourself off. So you could things. pass gas in front of these Bomar monks, and they wouldn't care. They, they wouldn't, wouldn't even know. They might not know. If, that is, if they are fully fledged, perfect monk. I mean, it took a That's while. That's Interesting. Yeah, they had to get used to it. Like this was like they had tests. You know, you had to go through the process. Um. So you would go through. Things like, and then eventually you would, as you come closer and closer to enlightenment, you begin to use shed the use of speech, uh, and they would communicate with simple words and logic and images that only the monks could truly understand. Images? So are they like they like, like passing the images from one to another? They are drawing with forks, I get, or like pencils or something. Oh, okay, like I think you meant like like oh like it, mental images. Like. They could have, they could have actually. Some of the some of their lore suggested they were. Telepathic when yeah. in the brain form, uh, which would make sense. That seems to be the only way they can communicate, but um, maybe. I don't know. They might have speakers. That's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, which would mean, which would suggest, but not 
is not outright stated on here that most monks have some sort of force sensitivity because tele- telepathy is a some fourth pow- force power, yeah. I believe. Um, which would make a lot of sense. Uh, monks were also known to be adept, adept healers and offered aid to any of those who stumbled upon their outposts on Tatooine. So, if you were lost in the middle of the Jundland Wastes, beaten up by the crate dragon that you failed to kill because you really wanted that Chris, that pearl. <laughs> well, you know, at least you can head to the monks if they're a little closer, but I don't think they actually live near the Jundland Wastes. And that's one of my questions. Are you born a Bomar monk, or do you... Become a Bomar Do you become a Bomar monk? I would think that you would become one, but there isn't anything that suggests uh, that you can be born one. But I imagine that... Bomar monks don't breed. They don't I know they're breed. mostly human. Yeah. Or they are almost exclusively human. Yeah. There are other species. We are know that there is at least one twi- notable Twi'lek. Twi'lek? In, Twi'lek in their history. We do. And yeah. it's... <laughs> I was going to say one of the very few notable Twi'leks in, in the history that we know, too. Yeah, probably the only one that you might know the name of um, if you're not... I, well, I guess Ayla Secured would be the other one, but it's not her. That was She's one... Dead. Um, Who's the one uh, in Jabba's palace that dies? Ula. Thank you. I believe. Uh, and there's probably one or two more that I've seen named around. Probably. I could I could probably name one or two. But. So, uh, if you didn't know by now, Bib Fortuna. Bib Fortuna. Yes, the uh, snevely little henchman of um, Jabba. Jabba the Hutt. Uh, that you most notably know for having his mind dominated by Luke Skywalker for a brief moment. His mind takes a later twist in life. Yes. Uh, which I learned that he didn't go down with the ship. Um, no, he was not on the ship, I believe. Yeah. If not, he survived it. I can't quite remember. It's been a while since I've read Tales of the Jabba's Palace. Um, it's been a while since I've seen that scene in Return of the Jedi as well. Yeah. Uh, but he does survive, only to be uh, you see, made into a Bomar monk. With the death of Jabba the Hutt... Uh, the Bomar monks decided, hey, wait a second, this is our monastery. And in the process decided, let's get a little bit dark. <laughs> uh, in a scene that is, I think, genuinely really creepy at the end of the, at the, end of the short story uh, before the uh, epilogue. Uh, at the end of his story and then the rest of it is told through an epilogue. Uh, uh, a Bomar monk goes up to Bib Fortuna and says, You have progressed rapidly on your spiritual path, Brother Fortuna. Your quest is at an end. Prepare yourself for enlightenment. Now, the Bomar monks believe that enlightenment is removing your brain and yes. putting it in a robot jo- in a jar. Now, who does the brain removal? Is it other Bomar monks? I actually had a lot of thought about this. There isn't necessarily a suggestion about what it is. Now, my thought would be it's either other Bomar monks that are trained for that. Because you have to be... Removing a brain is not an easy task. No. Or, my other thought was, they probably have a droid. Uh, I was thinking it was the last stage of your of your um, your learning, and you have to do it yourself. Ooh, ooh that would be rough. Maybe. Uh, but then again, you have to for- they force one guy to do it. So maybe, you know, these are people... I could imagine getting, like, halfway through there, but the second half, as your brain is halfway out, must be pretty difficult. Exactly. <laughs> um, very, very hard. Uh, what is the, the quote from... Uh, 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 Futurama. Um, the difficult part was getting the brain out. The the hard part, the, the the easy part was getting the brain out. The difficult part was getting the brain out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> flipped the coin and decided to rip his own brain out. All right, and um, and they're they are extraordinarily creepy. The the Bomar monks. Uh, 
Like the pre-brain removal? Pre-brain removal and post-brain removal. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean... The monks, the spiders are terrifying. It, I mean, it's kind it, well, it's obviously a little cultish. Yeah, obviously. I mean, there's definitely that to it. It's obviously very dark. Almost seems like something out of a Kubrick film. Oh, yeah. You know, that's what it, it reminds me of. Like some really dark thing. Um, there's a couple of, like... Uh, notable examples, uh, going back to Bib Fortuna's removal. Yeah. Uh, he got his brain removed and put into a jar, um, and so did uh, an accountant by the name of Tessic, that was a Corrin. Who, oh, yeah, I know Tessic. Um, uh, they made a toy of like, Yes, and they removed his brain, similar to uh, Bib Fortuna. However, he found he actually enjoyed it. Um... <laughs> Tessic's that like almost Cthulhu looking Quarren. He's got the uh, the like t- tendril things that hang down. And he's got almost like that the hammerhead style yeah, head. Like head. He's got like he's got these little like, teeth. Yeah, he's got a squid head. Yeah, and um, actually, it's interesting. His story is really crazy. He what he is is that he's a water species. He's an aquatic species, so he doesn't like it on Tatooine. Yeah, and he realizes that um, the person he he was supposed to assassinate Jabba. I had no clue he was his accountant. Yes, I never knew that. Yeah, he was an accountant, which makes him way weirder, admittedly. Um, he was to- asked to uh, assassinate. Um, of course, because um, that's in the job description of an accountant. Yeah. And, uh... Oh, wait, no. I'm sorry. Jaquil was... Um, Jaquil, who's another Quarren, uh, uh, I believe. Okay. Uh, he was... He was asked to be... Uh, he was asked to kill Jabba, failed, and was refused to, um, uh, he would, uh, and has, uh, her, her, the person who hired him promised she would put a bounty on his head if he ever left Tatooine. But to, confined to the life of misery under Tatooine's hot sun, Jaquil opted to join the Bomar, knowing he would not survive long if he attempted to flee Tatooine. Uh, Jaquil was a whippet. Oh, he was a whippet? Yeah. Oh, yes. Which so is they're like... Cold. It's the, they're called they're cold dwelling people. And they're just really weird. Fairy, they got these, like, horns. They're like yetis. They look like yetis. They almost, they're like half Wookiee, half yeti, half, uh, maybe slight, a little bit of wampa in them. Yeah. Like, they're just a a weird-looking yeti-faced thing. I like them. Yeah, they're neat-looking. Yeah. Um, so there was, like, a couple of people that were forced into becoming Bomar monks, which I find very odd. Um... But Bib Fortuna is the only one they describe having uh, been, well, more forcefully, I guess. Okay. When forced to become, he was put into what I believe is called, there's a name for it, Uh, his brain was, well, they scream, apparently, when they don't quite leave the body right. The brain screams? Yeah. Occasionally, however, a monk's brain would be removed before he had truly achieved enlightenment. Assuming Ooh. the operation went well, the monk would survive. There were several side effects. The separation of the body and, and brain would often induce psychosis, and the brain would normally mentally scream, usually for days on end without pausing for breath. Because they didn't need to breathe! Um, yeah, this gets really creepy. I don't... Like, I, I have so many questions about this. Like, you remove the brain. Do they bury them at that point? 
Like, where do these bodies go? I don't know. Like, I would just put them in, like, cryostasis or something, if that's a possibility. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, do they ever intend on coming back? No, I think they don't, because we later learned with Bib Fortuna that his body was gone. It fell away. So... I have another question about Bib Fortuna's brain. Like, does it continue to go down his little, uh... Yeah, the little lekus are there. Yeah. I don't know. They're important. They might be brains. I think they're just normal brains, though. But, uh... Actually, my favorite part of that Bib Fortuna story is that uh, when he get, becomes a spider droid, he spends his entire time being in the, the, the spider droid itself while most of the Bomar monks don't. They actually sit in jars. Okay. Um, so he passed the waiting list? Yes, he passed went the waiting right list. Went right to a spider droid? Went right to a spider droid. And he snuck out trying to, like... Um, like, I, if I recall, he tried to sneak out because he was forced to it, so he didn't want to do it. He, he arranged this whole thing. He tried his body put into another Twi'lek by the name of Firth Olan, who's like a slightly bluer version of himself. Okay. Of uh, Bib Fortuna. And um, uh, I remember this specifically because he, he did it by, he did everything on a computer, and he used two of the legs to hold a fork to, to do the keys. He didn't. He couldn't just use the leg. He couldn't use he? the leg, so he had to use a fork or something. It was really weird. The whole explanation was like, like he spent months. They like, also doing have that this. thing that hangs off the front of the jar. Yeah, it's, I, it's like pinchers. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Uh, well, they are terrifying. I don't. I really don't want to ever meet one of these things. Yeah. Um, but all the brains, by the way, lived in the great room of the enlightened. That's where they were in Java's palace. In Java's palace, they were stored there. That's a really cool fact about Java's Palace. Yeah. Because we don't know what else is there. There's a Rancor pit. There's the the big room. There's um, the long hallway of where you enter. And it doesn't even, from the outside, it just doesn't look like that. It looks like a big round, like... Yeah, it doesn't, like... it. The the scale of it doesn't show well. Yeah. Because it's got to be huge. Yeah. So we know at least there is one place that is a room full of jars of brains. That's neat. Yes. Um... Talk a little bit about the uh, history of the um, the uh, blah the Bomar monks. Yeah. Uh, well, it, uh, the details surrounding the founding of the Bomar were largely unknown, though their practices did change throughout the uh, centuries. They were originally consisted of only humans, but encompassed a great many species, including Quarren, Whippet, and uh, Twi'lek. We know them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, sort of. They kept to themselves for a very long time. They met a pirate named Al-Kahari, and uh, he eventually took over their building, and then Jabba took it over from there. And that's basically it. <laughs> uh, and then they forcibly took it back after Jabba's death. Um, much of the... Uh, oh, that's neat. That that's what, that's what, that was the end result of Jabba's palace? Yeah, the end result was that it got taken back over, and now it's a bunch of brains and jars. Uh, much of the information on the Bomar available to the galaxy at large was compiled by Shiodar Senior, uh, senior Anthropologist Maman Hul during a Java stay in the Bomar's domain. On his first visit to the palace, Hul mingled and interacted with the monks, learning of their beliefs and customs. Hul, however, left the monks when they offered to give, guide him to enlightenment. So, you know... Uh, he visited the monks. <laughs> so he did not. Uh, he was like, he didn't oh, I'm not drink taking, the Kool-Aid. Yeah, he did not get in on that. I certainly wouldn't. 
No, that like I don't know how late they tell you that that's that's part of the process. Yeah, you know we're gonna you're gonna feel very enlightened. You're gonna feel really good, but we're just gonna take your brain out. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. You just don't, don't think about it too hard. And you will be in a spider droid for the rest of your life, exactly. which sounds pretty awesome. It is. It does sound uh, pretty know, awesome at the same time. It's like if you were to tell me you're going to cut off my legs like uh, Darth Maul, but then give me spider legs. Yeah, like Darth Maul. Then <laughs> I'd think about it for a little bit. Yep. You know? Yeah, there would be a moment of be like, that sounds awesome. And hey, we're going to cut out your brain, but we're going to give you a spider droid. And be like, ooh. That's, that might be worth it. This is tempting. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the interesting things I learned about them is that they weren't named originally. Oh. Uh, they didn't have names, you know, in Return of the Jedi or anything like that. But when they made the illustrated Star Wars universe, which was all Ralph McQuarrie's art that had the Bomar Monk in there, uh, Kevin J. Anderson, who we know from very many Star Wars novels, Sweet. named them and put that darn apostrophe after the B. Uh, is it after the B? B apostrophe Omar? Yeah. So that's one of the first apostrophes in the Star Wars universe that I know of. Uh, You know, the ones that we see everywhere nowadays. Yes, there is an apostrophe. It's B-O... B-apostrophe. B-apostrophe. O-M-A-R-R, space monk. B-O-M-A-R. B-O-M-A-R would be technically. Yeah, and so that was... I think we can thank uh, Kevin J. Anderson for that. I'm sure we can find other places to blame him. Within the same book... There's Shiito species. There's Drun Un. Uh, there's a whole bunch of apostrophes in that book. So yeah. that was '95, which is a little bit early on the apostrophe game. Um, oh yeah, but yeah, that's where the name came from. It wasn't there originally, and uh, you know, with the action figures and all, because there wasn't an initial action figure of it in the in the original line. And we'll get to that during Toy Talk. Yeah, we'll um, save that now before Toy Talk. We should talk about some other little appearances that they've had over the years. Yes, for sure. Uh, you can actually see them in one other released film movie. Um, it's actually the Clone Wars cartoon. Oh, don't think right. about it too hard because most people the, don't remember what happened in that movie. Uh, yeah. I don't either. It's it. hard to call it a movie. Yeah. They appear on another monastery in a place mm-hmm. called Teth, on a planet called Teth. Do they? Yep. They, you can see them a little bit in the background. They nice. are apparently Bomar monks. I don't have anything else to say about that other than that it exists. I will have to watch that back, because it's like four episodes of the show. I don't really consider it a movie. Yeah, no. I, I consider it to be a thing that I've watched that was like maybe three episodes of a TV show. <laughs> so, Toy Talk. Ready for some Toy Talk? I, well, I'd like to talk about... There was one other little interesting little uh, movie moment. Was there really? Yes. You see, you we've mentioned before that the droids that the Bomar monks travel in are called the BT-16 per, um, uh, patrol droids. Yeah, Something like that. Um, the BT-16s are actually mentioned for a brief moment in uh, The New Hope. Uh, you see two stormtroopers talking while uh, Obi-Wan is shutting down the tractor beam. Um, say One of them goes, you've seen the uh, new B-16? The other goes, no, I don't, I, uh, yeah, no, they're certainly quite something to behold. And that's it. So, with that, are those stormtroopers talking about... The Bomar monks, or did when they were, whenever, whichever EU writer was naming that droid, they did a callback to I think that's uh, a episode gr- four. I, I like to think it's a really good callback. Like, because I would have never it's remembered such a, any of that. It's like a really obscure callback. Yeah. So that changes things considerably 
because they were on the Death Star, and yeah. you know what would they have any you know even well, contact with these? See, these are regular avail- co- commercially available uh, droids. They just they, don't have the brain jar. They, they don't have the brain jar, so they are quite creepy, <laughs> even without the brain jar, because they're weird spiders. That's true. So they could have seen it with it, with or without. Maybe they saw That's a picture. Yeah. I'd like to see them without that. Yeah. Um, they've also appeared in the Bomar monks themselves in a lot of small novels, basically mentioned. Yeah. Um, they appeared in the Clone Wars novelization. They appear in all of the uh, Tales of series, which I just want to name some of the names because some of these are hilarious. Um, let's see, Boba Fett, a new threat. Uh, of, a de- of the day's annoyances, Bib Fortuna's tale. Let us pray, spelled P-R-E-Y, Whippet's tale. Then there were some, the Gamorrean's guard tale. Tongue-tied, Bubo's tale. A freak Wait, barn- Bubo has a tail? Yeah, he has a tail. Well, I know he has a tail, but the other kind of tail? <laughs> yes, Bubo has a story. Uh, a free quarren in the palace, Tessic's tale. Skin deep, the fat dancer's tale. That's my favorite one. Wait, the they, fat- just, they <laughs> just call it the fat dancer? Yeah, they don't. She has a name. <laughs> uh, and the epilogue, whatever became of... And that's it. Oh, and Darksaber. They're mentioned in Darksaber. That's like a book some people know. Oh, and Goat Grass, The Tale of Reese's. Wow. Um, and they also appear in a book series called Galaxy of Fear. Called Galaxy of Fear, The Brain Spiders. Now, Galaxy of Fear was the R.L. Stein of the uni- of series of the universe. The Goosebumps, if you will. Um, where they were basically short horror novels set in the Star Wars universe for some reason. Wow. It's like... Uh, one other really interesting thing I read about the Bomar monks. Uh, they built their ma- monastery on Tatooine long before they changed themselves to spiders, but now they occupy the basement chambers. Of, oh, of, okay. Of, that makes sense. While bounty hunters and Jabba use the upper floors, which suits the monks just fine because they're just a bunch of walking brains in jars. And then it says they don't believe in the Force. <gasps> so do they share the basement with the Rancor? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 the they're actually like on the other side of the wall. They're actually below the rank hole. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, they're even, like so they're walking around. And you can just hear <laughs> like all above them all the time. You're like, oh, stupid thing, stop moving. They push broom. That's up. why they get rid of their hearing. Exactly. So time for toy talk. Toy talk. Toy talk. All right. Um, I have a Bowman Monk toy. Sweet. I have two actually. <gasps> um. Power of the Force action figure line, they did a mail-away for the Bomar Monk, and I don't think I got it as a mail-away. Oh. But later, um, I was able to get it. There was a little pack that came with uh, Bubo, I believe. Whoa. It, it was just like a little, uh, one of those like deluxe figures, like kind of like that one you got. You got a deluxe figure the other night. Yes, I did. Um, they have a, they made a bigger, bigger package, and it was Bubo, and it was a Bomar Monk, and something else that was really small. I believe. Um, yeah. It was super cool. It made for an awesome display, you know. Yeah, the ultra, uh, the three, the Jabba's Court Pack. Yeah, 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 Three yeah. Pack here. That's pre- it's pretty sweet. Who was the third? Uh, it does. Oh, uh, Wool Kabashit. Oh yeah, Wool Kabashit. What yeah, is that? Um, it's like this weird. I I genuinely don't remember this thing. So, it's some kind of thing that is like this weird pinkish color. And it's got like a tongue coming out of it. And it's like like a finger. It's like like you know. It's like I don't know how to uh, describe it. 
It's like a rock with like a tongue hand coming out. Yeah, it's like this weird oyster, maybe. I don't remember that at all. Me neither. I remember. I definitely remember Bubo. No, I remember having the Bubo figure too. It was really cool. This is a really cool set. I would love that. Uh, so the other one they made was the Lego version. Yes, which is terrible. The legs are katana swords painted black. And it is the most terrible... I mean, there's a couple really bad, like, Lego interpretations of things. Uh, we previously talked about the gonk droid and, and how how terrible at least some of the iterations of that have been. But the Bomar Monk itself is just... It's a very weak effort from Lego. In an otherwise pretty cool set. That Jabba's Palace set was pretty cool back then. It does. I was looking at it a little bit ago, and it looks awesome. Like yeah, it, like, one. split apart, and it was it was neat. Um, one of the other things with the Lego, uh, Lego kind of took the Bomar Monk and put it into some of the video games, which is cool. Yeah. Um, it's cool to see those things come back. And I don't know if it was just as terrible looking in the video game, if it was the exact same No, it doesn't, I don't remember it looking anything like that. Okay. I'm sure its legs probably had multiple It had the angles. joints. It yeah. was like the, like the, um... You know, like the skeletons, they have those like weird arms. Yeah, and what's interesting about them is they can be ridden in some like yes, Star they can, Wars you can videos. sit on top of them and you can ride around on them. This They're is awesome. likely done for humor, as this never occurs in the movies and would probably offend a real monk. That's what the, <laughs> that's what the Wikipedia says. The Wikipedia also says that the body was removed by lesser monks. Yeah. So now we know who took the body out. It wasn't themselves. It was lesser monks, which is scary that, is that they left scary. it to the lesser monks to uh, remove I know. the so you're, uh, I don't know what to say to that. Uh, so the rest right. of the brains teach them how to do the... Maybe. To do, how to do the surgery? Like Maybe there's a, like a, like a, a spider bo- bomber monk up there with a, with a whiteboard, marker board. Or is there like some kind of like permanent newbie monk... That can't like possibly succeed, but he's awesome at surgery, so they never let him in get enlightened. I think you said it right. It should have been like two one two one B or someone. Yeah, like that. What makes most? I sense. would trust my brain in the hands of two one B. I would, and I think actually it would be really cool to have that droid character. And you can take this if you want to use this for any role playing games or something. Like have a droid character that focuses on being the the monks. Yeah. Like surgeon, and he's just like super like. Like into it, like the religion, but he can't himself do it. So I wonder he just if he has like an ulterior motive though. Yeah, he's also like he because he's in control of the brains. Yeah, like, if he can like stick something in them or twist them in a certain way to do his exactly just just weirdness. Like a, the robot droid spider army that takes over. Oh, because absolutely. of the doctor that did it. That was also a droid. It's actually a cool storyline. That would be cool. So speaking of that, and, and it has nothing to do with Bomber Monks, I was recently asked, actually Bomber Monks might have to do it. I was asked on a video series, a video show uh, at Gen Con a couple weeks ago, and I just saw it came on. If I was to take any Star Wars character and put it in Star Trek, who would it be? Ooh. I'll tell you what my answer was, but I'm, uh, and this isn't our final, final question, but... Uh, who would your answer be? I'll tell you who mine was. Actually, Bomar Monk, at this moment, sounds like a really cool Doesn't answer. It? And it fits Star Trek really mine well. Mine was 2-1-B. I thought 2-1-B could kind of fit right in. I'm going to say BB-8. <laughs> and speaking of BB-8, I saw a guy kicking a soccer ball today, and it looked like BB-8. And That's I wonder awesome. if that was inspiration, because it had the same like orange pattern. That's awesome. I and my that. son went crazy. He's like, look, BB-8. And he, they're, like, obsessed with BB-8 right now. I should put all their drawings of BB-8 up on the website, but they're obsessed with it. Um, but the soccer ball rolling looked exactly like him. That's awesome. 
I want that. Like, if you could put a magnet in it and have the head, like, constantly float, like the gyro mechanism to have, like, a soccer ball with him. That would have to, like... It cost like move. a fortune. Yeah, the speed of what the head would have to move will be insane. It, it's it, it would, there's a way you can do it, but it would be hard. Yeah, I imagine. We're kind of obsessed with BB-8 here right now because of the new uh, Sphero. Yes, uh, if you haven't seen it, which this is related somehow to Beaumar Monk, because um, like BB-8, I would want an RC version of a Beaumar Monk. <laughs> yes, um, that'd be amazing. But a BB-8, the Sphero, it's like this little tiny like. Sphere. They called. They're called Spheros. They're just like controlled by your phone, and they're very, very cool looking. But they made a, a BB-8 special version uh, this Force Friday for Force Friday. Oh yeah, we had a good time at Force Friday. Yes, we were outside. Uh, we didn't get any freebies. We were a little too late. We were just behind the people that would have gotten them. The cutoff. It was they, fifty people. Yeah, I still got there a half hour early, and we were still fifty-five in line or something like that. I spent a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't like you know I got some stuff on my desk I'm happy yeah it's cool um, and I've been back to the store like seven times since. I was thinking about stopping here there after after I'm done after we're done this or like tomorrow yeah I've been kind I'll of drag obsessed. a friend or something at Walmart I found a couple of the Black Series figures nice uh, you know only Ray and Finn you're not like I haven't seen anything Kylo Ren or anything Captain Phasma anywhere. Oh, that sucks. So, um, final question. I have a question. Um, we need a jingle for the final question. Dude. Final question. There you go. There you go. Um, so upbeat. Uh, if you were to um, have a companion Bomar monk. Okay, that is the, the droid, not this like a, just ex- a normal person. That's Post-brain removal Bomar monk. There we go. It's a companion that's around your house, does some, like, Jabba's palace, it does some things, uh, usually just walks around. I hope but, it uh, it has the brain of a Star Wars character in there. Oh. Hmm. Any character in the universe. Hmm. Um, who would it be and why? This is a tough one. This is a really, really tough one. It is, because I... There's a lot of people. For me, it's... I'm assuming they're more than transport. That's the whole... If you take anything out of this whole episode, I don't buy that these things just transport the brains. I believe they might have it. guns on them, so... <laughs> like, they should. Like, they should... You know, they should... These are, these are like... Weird. Well... These are enlightened brains. These are... It doesn't get... They, they have to make great decisions. And, yes. You know, so I would think that these are like... It's better than any droid you can have because it has the the human brain that's has experience and has learned from, uh, you know, emotion and things like that. And it's, 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 it's become from a, a lack of emotion, which does make it more droid-like. It's so weird. It's a really cool concept that I like. Yeah. Um, There's something really cool about them. But any character? Anyone? My first thought in my head is I want somebody with the force because I imagine a brain in a jar can still use the force. Okay. So I'm like, like this is my first thought was like Darth Vader would be kind of cool to have in a brain in a jar. Um, cause he seems like the silent type. I don't need him to talk often. It would be easy. However, I also, if I wanted somebody to talk often, I'm thinking Empire Strikes Back era Yoda. Not not when he's actually wise. I want him to be crazy and wise. Yeah. Not not just wise. I feel like Yoda is it has to be the go-to. For yeah, it. I feel like it does. Um, and be a really tiny brain in a jar. To counter that, 
I'm really interested to see what Palpatine could do. Yes, actually, that would be know? fun. Yeah, I, I would like him to shoot lightning out of his little uh, droid body. I would like to put Yoda's brain in a jar, Palpatine's brain in a jar, and put these two spider droids in a little uh, arena and see what happens. Uh, yeah, that would be fun. It would be more interesting than the uh, Palpatine-Yoda fight we did get. And somebody of a lower level, um, I'd really like be curious a, of like like Uncle Owen. Yeah. Um, like, could he put that brain to work? Could know? he do anything? Could yeah. he calm down? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I think Aunt Peru might be nice. She seems like she probably does some housework. That might be... <laughs> I might be it might be make her useful. That might be a, a, another good question, is whose brain should be in a jar? <laughs> and that's where I think Uncle Owen needs a little bit of enlightenment. <laughs> yeah, probably. If, some if anybody, he just needs to chill out. Man. Uh, Dexter Jetster. Dexter Jetster would would be fun. Han Solo. We have, we have a little quippy little robot spider. Yeah. Um, that'd be fun. Um, I can't. Mm. C three PO. Can you do that? I don't know, but um, he's another one who could calm down he's a got, little bit. He's got one silver spider leg and one sp- red red spider leg now. So about that red spider leg, have you heard red C three PO arm? There's a uh, um, C-3PO comic coming out, obviously, because they're coming out with comics for everybody. Um, well, they just, they're doing one now for Lando. Yeah, and, and in the C-3PO comic, I read a short interview with the, the writer, and I can't remember his name, I apologize, but he said it, he saw the picture of him with the red arm and goes, ooh, I'm the guy who gets to explain that. <gasps> Which to me is like, that is what Expanded Universe is. They see something, and it's... They write about it like it's, a, and I, that's what it should be. But it's like it's that's really what it has funny. To be. Yeah, I love that. See, I love that because I want to be that guy that gets known for oh, C three PO lost his arm because a giant monster ate it. Yeah, exactly. and then like it better like, be a giant monster <laughs> ate it. We'll have to place some bets on that. Uh, but that's coming out. That's actually coming out in December. So oh, that's pretty soon. I, I guess the know. Lando one is wrapping up. I gotta, I gotta get on that Lando one. I finished the. I just I'm starting to catch up. The Lando one looks like pure like '70s bliss. It, like, it does look really cool. Um, cool. Um, anything else about the Bomar monks? Anything? Uh, no, I think that uh, I'm ready for enlightenment now. Uh, and that um, we've talked long enough. Some of you may have become enlightened. Actually, the twist is I'm actually a brain in the jar the whole time. <laughs> Is this the screaming? Yeah. <laughs> my, my screaming is yelling into a microphone about Star Wars. I really <laughs> like the way the Bomar Monk looks uh, in, the spider, the in the spider version. And I'm really into the original version. Like, that to me is like, I would love to see something about that. It's a dark film about that. The whole process seems very like... They're super creepy. They talk about whether... We don't really know if they're good or evil. Yeah, they're, you know, they're uh, neutral. It's, it's sort of neutral and could go either way. I'd um, say they're they're very dark. They're one of the darker things, and they're they're a good subject for a horror story. It's true. <laughs> That's why they are in some. As soon as we way. see a horror story set in the Star Wars universe, which we haven't yet, we we have we have. Well, there's a whole books called Galaxy of Fear. Well, the books we've seen and uh, Death know. Troopers is a horror. I'm story. Thinking of film, but oh yeah, no, no, we'll, we'll be uh, seeing that we, hopefully soon with all the 15 billion spinoff movies we're going to get every single year. Other than horror, what do, what do we need? A musical? Oh, I'd watch a Bowman Monk musical. <laughs> <laughs> We're brains in jars. <laughs> Listen to us scream. 
<laughs> oh man, that would be terrible. All right, I think that wraps up our episode. <laughs> yep. Uh, thank you all. Thank um, you all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for checking us out everywhere online. And uh, catch us next time when we talk about something somehow even less uh, somehow less important. Thank you. Marty knows our ending line because he says it all the time. Yeah. But there is plenty less important to this, so hang in there. <laughs> See ya.